This is episode 28 for Tuesday, December 29th, 2015, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week we'll be covering style 22C, American Barley Wine. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Sawyer, and together with Chris, Travis, and Eddie, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. So, how's everyone doing? Welcome back. Hola, como esta? Hey, that's what I do. <laughs> I feel like y'all aren't very energetic today. What? Uh, we I, just started. I, I feel good. It's Saturday. I just got out of work. Let's start again. Hey, guys. How's everyone doing? Hey. All right. Good to oh, see oh, you. Hey. Styles. Okay. <laughs> Hola, como esta? <laughs> Anyways. Oh. <sighs> So Star Wars, <laughs> I am riding my Star Wars high big time. Yeah, Love I it. haven't seen it awesome. yet. We just well, we won't spoil anything for you. Oh, Thank you. It. I wanted the spoilers. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been avoiding Facebook the day you know Friday night. Me too, because I saw it Saturday. I've been avoiding it since ever. But every time somebody would say, "Don't spoil anything," I would comment, "Dumbledore dies." <laughs> 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 kind of funny. Uh, Anyway, yep. So if our listeners haven't seen the Harry Potter number six, then oh crap, you just ruined it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wow. sorry. Okay, is it number six? Uh-huh. Yeah, because seven had a two-parter. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, well, we won't talk about Star Wars. Maybe in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Give everybody a chance to go see it. And yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, that's true. So there will be a disclaimer on that one. We do talk about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, maybe we could have like. A Star Wars episode of Brew Styles where every beer we have is like space related or or robot related or you know something we might have to stretch on something. Well, that would, we could, yeah. that would we, be easy for Chris to find. We a could beer. just have a flight of my homebrews. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be really easy. <laughs> See, I got Rancor Red, Death Star Stout, um, Bastula's Barley Wine, which we're gonna have today, by the way. Hop Solo. Um, Hop Solo's gone. Oh, uh, it's a Trappist. It's a triple. Right. Yeah. Um, I've got Quadranero's Power Coupling. That's a Belgian quad. All these are ones that I have on right now. So. Oh, we're talking about the ones you have right now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Hoth Winter Warmer. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, anyway. Should have named it Colf. <laughs> okay, family guy. Anyway. Cool. So, yeah, today. Oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> I was not okay, apparently, in that episode. <laughs> no, you weren't. You were not. Um, when, am I, when am I actually okay? Um, right now. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Right For, now. He's got a 15-minute window. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're drinking barley wine today, and we're going to die. Yeah. 
All right, well, let's kick this off. Uh, well, we, we haven't introduced our guest. Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so today... Way to go, Sawyer. We have Sakar joining us. How See, Sawyer if the lights were off, that would make sense, but the lights uh, are on in the room. Like, I thought his name was Django. Oh, that's... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> we did not just, click the explicit box, so I, I could not burn. respond. I was just kidding. <laughs> I was just kidding. The D is silent. <laughs> burn. It's getting hot in here. Uh, Maybe it was that shot at Knob Creek you took a minute ago. Probably. <laughs> just because you were angry. Pre-gaming. Angry. Now, now slowly, I feel better. Yeah, slowly but surely, we're working on the bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost done. Yeah, almost. We'll see if another one reappears after that one's oh, finished. Geez. Y'all go for it. It might be tequila next time. Yeah, well. Hey, I got yeah. lots of tequila. Bring it on, man. Do that. Right. I'll bring some wild turkey soon. <laughs> That's my fave. Anyway. Anyway, so we got five of us. Let's talk about some wine. We got, some fi- we got five of us here drinking barley wine today. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. So, Travis, why don't you uh, lead us off here with uh, some style guidelines? Well, before we do that, we need to say thank you to our listeners. <laughs> oh, because yeah. I'm following the run sheet. We and usually no think everyone at the does. end. Well, there's only <laughs> one run sheet. We would have the rest of us would have called it. <laughs> Actually, I think it, they've been putting it on the Dropbox. It's in the Dropbox, but nobody <laughs> looks at the Dropbox. <laughs> no, we, we don't. I Obviously. made the Dropbox, and I don't even look at the Dropbox. <laughs> Stop narking. <laughs> need a projector. Put it on that wall right there. That's a good idea. Up next, <laughs> on the ceiling. So that when you're drunk going, Ooh, yeah, you're just laying back in your chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Anyway, so thank you to all of our listeners. Yes. And be- we have had some more people hit that subscribe button this week. So oh, really? Right. Awesome. What, are we, what are we up yeah. to now? I don't know. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> Shout out. I don't remember. Um, Last I looked, we were at 49 followers on Twitter. Wow. Okay. So we might be hitting that 50 mark here pretty soon. We were, we were in right. the 50s on subscribers. So we're nice. 50s or 60s, I think. Yeah, yeah. So we thought it was sixties, but yeah. it was sixties last week. So yeah, and it went down. No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> okay. no. We only go up. That's it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so we strive for the highest. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So now, following the run sheet, it says style slash guidelines style talk with Travis, your host, for the evening. So now we can talk about it. Barley wine. Barley wine is under the strong American ale uh, main parent category, and that includes a lot of the modern American strong ales that, that would vary with uh, balance of malt and hops. So this one specifically is, uh, tip, it, well, typically it's going to be the highest alcohol offering that any brewery is going to have. Um, you know, this, this can range from uh, some of the lighter ones uh, all the way up to, let's see, it's anywhere from 8%, so that's the lowest, all the way up to 12 and I mean, even higher. Honestly, I've seen uh, that there have been some breweries that just gone off the deep end, and uh, have really had fun with it. I tried to find one of those examples for tonight, but I wasn't able to. Uh, Avery makes one called uh, Sam Samael Wood Aged Barley Wine, and it's like eighteen percent or something. Jeez, crazy! Wow. But uh, didn't find that one. So, <clears throat> comparatively speaking. The barley wines versus something imperial, imperial stout, imperial IPA, imperial blonde. If you're Sawyer, what are the alcohol level differences between that and barley wine? I would assume that they're all in the the ten plus range, typically. And uh, you know that, that's a nice little segue because we will talk about imperial stout next week, which is exciting. 
Um, yeah, there is some overlap, and so Imperial Stouts are going to be also up and can get the double-digit range, and uh, Barley Wines also. And there's two different types of Barley Wines. We're doing the American Barley Wine version today. There is also an English Barley Wine as well, which uh, we will do at a, at a later date. But, uh, well, let's talk about how they compare. Oh, the, I didn't know we were specifically doing American today. I guess I didn't pay I that didn't, close attention. I didn't either. Me either. I mean, the one... I don't remember if the one I bought's American or English, but my homebrew is an English barley wine. Yeah. So maybe we can just talk barley wines in general. And I think that's a good idea because I'm basically one's hoppier than the other. Okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll mention it and we'll bring it up whenever we yeah. taste them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think a lot of the ones we have are American versions, and uh, as far as the American ones compared to the British, as Chris mentioned, it, there is a more emphasis, a greater emphasis on hop bitterness with the American version rather than the English. And uh, with that, we'll uh, contain the American hop varieties and flavors uh, that comes with the New World hops, like uh, citrus notes and and uh, the fruity, you know, whatever you get from the Pacific Northwest. That's really what you what you should get in uh, the aroma and the flavor for this one as well. It's typically paler than the darker English barley wine, uh, which means it's also going to lack the deeper malt flavors. So that is. Uh, that is something to note, but it is going to be hoppy, or it should be, depending on the age. If it, if it's one that's been sitting around for a couple of years, then the hops are going to drop off. But it's a fresher one. You will definitely see some hops, but it uh, should not be to the extreme that you get from a double IPA. So those are some uh, interesting things to note. Now, we did say that it's anywhere from 8% to 12%, and so with that, you get something uh, which we call legs, and that's... Uh, Specifically in the appearance, whenever you swirl your barley wine around and you look at the glass, if you see the liquid slowly kind of like cascading down the edge, uh, down the side of the, of the glass wall, then that's what we call legs. And that's from a higher viscosity type of beverage that comes with a higher alcohol. So um, with the good, the good ones today, we should definitely see some uh, sexy legs <laughs> and you, in our glass. You get a lot more of that with, um, with liquors and wines that's kind of a a terminology that those people use very often that's kind of not as often in the beer world yeah i guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the aromas are definitely going to get lots of your hops like we talked about you can also get uh some sweet caramel bready character that uh, would come from the maltiness because to balance it you do have to have a fairly significant amount of malt but uh Technically, when we look at the balance, it should be a little malt, uh, hop forward instead of malt forward because that would be the English versions. Flavors, um, pretty much the same, but uh, the higher alcohol is going to play a part in the flavor. You will get some warmth, and uh, whenever you do detect that, it should be like a pleasant warming feeling. You don't really want to taste alcohol like fusel alcohol or, or rubbing alcohol. You don't want that, but you know, kind of a, a warming sensation over the palate or after you swallow. Not a burning sensation. Yeah. Burning is bad. <laughs> bad. Bad. Burning like burning. tequila? Or or like that whiskey. shot of Knob Creek you just took yeah. a second ago? No. It didn't no. burn. So the... You know, <laughs> no, no, no. The burn you get from taking a shot of, of vodka is not warming. That you know That's definitely a burn. Okay. So we, uh, we're looking for the, the more subtle approach to the warmth. 
Okay. And it burns, burns, So burns. then a barley wine, is it a wine or a beer? Ring of fire. Good question, Sakar. Even though it does have wine in the title, Ring of it fire. is still a beer. Mm-hmm. It is a beverage that is brewed with malted barley and hops. It is not brewed with grapes or other fruit. Right. I asked that same question in the meat episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it does... Honey you know, wine. Since it's on the higher range of alcohol... Uh, the alcohol spectrum for beers, then it can be <clears throat> yeah, sort of approached like a wine. Most wines you see are like 13%. So yeah, you get the same kind of thing here. Yeah, It's something we've been looking forward to. Mm-hmm. We've been looking forward to this episode for a oh, long yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And we specifically picked a weekend where we don't have much to do the next day. Yeah, we can sleep <laughs> at all. Most of us don't have much Most to do. Most of us. <laughs> anyway, it's whatever. I have grown... A great appreciation for barley wines in the last six months, I guess. Mm-hmm. I love me some barley wine. How much of your barley wine do you have left? <laughs> Remember when I said a great appreciation? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you have like three bottles? No, I have like 12 left maybe. Uh, out of how many did you have at the beginning when you bottled it? It was a two and a half gallon batch, three, two to half to three gallon batch, so maybe 24. So yeah, about halfway. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh. Anyway, so right now we're drinking our last <laughs> bomber uh, leftover from our American Porter episode, where we didn't drink all of them, or I guess y'all didn't drink all of them. I was laying. You down. didn't drink any of them. Yeah, I was laying down in the other party room. Party pooper. You're being so, old. Don't put that on us. A little bit hungover. What? You saw your... What? <laughs> anyway, what this mean? is the... Deep Ellum. Rognan. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> it's this, this is the Rognus Ost. Ost? Could be that, or O-S-T. Porter. I think it is pronounced <laughs> like the word. Well, I mean, like, Prost. Maybe it's Ost. I don't know. Mm. Anyway... Yeah, Rognus is a Texas brewery, and we wanted to feature them, but we didn't get a chance to on the so correct episodes. So, yeah, it's kind of our, our pre-beverage. Pretty roasty. Yeah. Pretty roasty and toasty. Yeah. Nice dark. You know, it looks like a porter. Tan head. A it's, lot of roasted notes. I kind of pick up like a, a, a grape kind of aroma. Mm. That's so weird. Dark fruit. There yeah. is this beer is he- <clears throat> wow. Excuse me. This beer is heavily carbonated. It, yeah, there's a lot of foam. I feel like it takes mm-hmm. away from the flavor of the beer. Yeah, I don't like that. Let's get rid of it. <laughs> Let's drink it. <laughs> Chug it, Eddie. Pour I some of that non creek it. in there. You're gonna have a bourbon barrel yeah. aged. <laughs> Oast. Oh, bourbon <clears throat> barrel aged. I still have to drink more tonight, guys. Slow down. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're the one that walked in the door and immediately t- took a shot of whiskey. Yeah. So True. Don't tell me to slow down. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of which, barley oh, wines no, can no. also be aged in barrels. They are uh, one of the one of the styles that you can put back for you know several years, and then the the flavors are going to continue to develop over time. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, uh, if you mm-hmm. have a fresh one that may be a little harsh uh, at the beginning of its life, put it yeah. away for a year or two, and then that's going to mellow out. I thought you were talking about beer, not women. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. It's a whiskey. <laughs> uh, don't play no whiskey. 
It's also important to note that uh, oxidation is acceptable in low to moderate levels mm-hmm. in barley wines. Mm. Um, just because of the aging process, I guess. But uh, you get kind of those those dark fruit, sherry-like flavors and aromas from oxidation. And some people really look for that in the barley mm. wine. I've never had an oxidized beer. So I don't know what that tastes like. I tell you what, next time you have a Corona, set it outside for a minute. <laughs> that's that's not oxidation. That's not oxidation? That's yeah. skunk. That's skunk. That's light struck. Yeah. I, oh, goodness. Fail. Sorry. So what that's is it okay, then? Sawyer. I'll give you a hug. Noob, I know. Get over here. Oxidation can present itself in a couple of different ways. Um, cherry-like, dark fruit kind of flavors like we were talking about. Mm. Um, you said cherry-like? Sherry. What's Sherry. She lives down the street. <laughs> I've never experienced a sherry. Uh, no. Me neither. <laughs> Travis, have you experienced a sherry? I'm going to pound the crap out of it. Whoa! <laughs> oh my gosh. She does. Uh, Eddie. Well, it's a whiskey. On. It's a whiskey. Yeah, sure. Man, we <laughs> anyway. are going downhill fast on this episode. <laughs> anyway, who's talking about history? Well, we haven't gotten history yet. I know, or, that's why I'm asking. No, we haven't. Let's go Let's go for it. <laughs> uh, who's talking about history? I am. Oh. So basically... Duck, duck, deuce. Duck, duck, deuce. What? Yeah. Duck, duck, deuce. Bye, Felicia. Or did you say duck, duck, douche? Yeah. I'm putting my sunglasses on now. So <laughs> uh, this goes back to... A while back, like 18th century, maybe even before that. But uh, basically, uh, they were they they named barley wine that because uh, some of them is because uh, they wanted to compete against uh, wines, which is regular wines. So they, they called it a barley wine uh, to not be left out of the game. You know, it's it's a beer, it's a heavier beer, but it's something that can actually pair with stuff just like wine can. Uh, it's usually the the heavier uh, style, or the, it's the strongest ale offered by most breweries, and uh, it's the American barley wine, which is what we said we were going to talk about, is derived from the English one, uh, the English barley wine, and uh, from those examples, there's a lot of different why different ways to make that the barley wine, uh, whether it's English or uh, American. Uh, but the difference between the American and the English, like we said earlier, is just the the hop forwardness from the the American one. Yes. Um, one of the first American uh, versions was the, Anch- the Anchor Old Foghorn, which was first brewed in 1975 by Sierra Nevada. Wow. No, sorry, sorry. Wow. First brewed in 1975, and then uh, Sierra Nevada was uh, big fruit, Bigfoot. Well, not big fruit. Uh, was uh, first brewed in uh, 1983. Uh, that actually set the standard for the hot forward style of today. Uh, you know, I don't know. Did anybody bring Bigfoot? No. Uh, okay. uh, I actually may have. You don't I'm remember not, what you brought? Well, I I picked it up for for Eddie. So I, I, I brought was, Bigfoot. I, I think I did. I'm not real I'm sure. Yeah. I saw a barley wine on the bottle. I grabbed it. Okay. Fair enough. So. Yeah. So uh, basically, the barley wines are uh, really just strong versions of pale ales and bitters and uh, ales in, in general, I guess. But yeah, uh, that's 
as much history as I got for now. I don't know if you guys have something that you might have read, picked up on the way. Yeah, in the uh, in the guidelines, there was a really neat little story that they put in there regarding the oh, Sierra Nevada Bigfoot. Yeah. You want to go for it? Sure. All right. Yeah, because he, he said that the, the Bigfoot was first brewed in 83, set the standard for Hopford styles. And the story goes that when Sierra Nevada first sent Bigfoot out for lab analysis, the lab called and said, your barley wine is too bitter. To which Sierra Nevada replied, thank you. <laughs> Tanks. And that's American barley wine for you today. <laughs> okay, NPR. I was about to say, where's the... It's still a nice and now tasty Here we go. <laughs> nod to brewing history. <laughs> we should have a count on which drops are used the most, because I have a feeling... I can probably that, tell you which one. your app keep statistics? Wow. That one is probably up there a lot, yeah. It's probably in the lead. Yeah. Sarkar, your headphones are really shiny. Yep. <laughs> That's cool. They're awesome. <laughs> what do you think about the Rognus? Yeah. It's all right. The one I'm drinking now. It's mm-hmm. pretty toasty I'm, I'm and roasty. And I gave it a three. Bad. Just some roasty notes. I'm yeah. just waiting for the carbonation to go away. My poundability rating would be about a mm, three. That's a little better. It's yeah, the carbonated. ones that are, that are really bubbly are tough to pound. Yeah. yeah. I still get that that dark fruit hmm. uh, taste. I get the, some toastiness. Uh, actually, almost more like a almost burnt flavor. No, I just get cinnamon. <laughs> I don't get any cinnamon. Are you sure? <laughs> Positive. Okay. Cinnamon. cinnamon. I didn't say it that way. Yes, you did. Like, no, I just get cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, you really did. <laughs> I just said cinnamon. <laughs> Cinnamon. Cinnamon. All right. Well, we can start drinking barley wine now. Yeah, we got yeah, a lot yeah, to get to. Got All long, right. I'm ready. Drink. We'll take our break and uh, line up our beers. Okie dokie. Yeah, beer. All right. So the first barley wine we're going to try tonight is by Avery. Let's crack it open. Feel that can. Oh! <laughs> Wrong one. Dang it. I was looking at it and said can. Crap. <laughs> there we go. That's the first time I've blown it that badly. Today. Yeah, it's in a bottle. <laughs> anyway, this is Avery Hog Heaven Dry Hopped Barley Wine Style Ale. It definitely is. <laughs> so it ha- it's a 9.2% ABV. And 104 IBUs. Oh, my. <laughs> the IBUs are for the hops, right? It's Yeah, bittering unit. Yeah, okay. Oh, my. This is on the list for the American <laughs> Barley Wine on the uh, guidelines. Well, let's just say if you like hoppy beers, you'll like this. I can smell it from the table. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a murky appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like orange ranging to yellow at the top. Yellow. It's amber. yellow. Yeah. Copper. That's eh, orange. It's amber. <laughs> Can't see through it. Kind of murky, but not not super cloudy. Uh, off white head. Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. Small bubbles. Very murky. Do you get legs? What are yeah. not a lot? No. Yeah, it's, 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 did you just say what are legs? No. 
I know what legs are. <laughs> but... We talked about that <laughs> five minutes ago. Yeah, no, it it's got. No, I don't. I don't get any legs. I get a lot of carbonation. Yeah, there's a lot of foam. Do you really? I don't get a lot. This is normal. It's a normal look, beer. Look at, look at mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's not a lot. A lot would be a, like it's it's foaming out of the glass. It's an interesting taste. We haven't done aroma yet, Sawyer. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it like the first hot. taste is with your eyes. <laughs> Good lord, you sound hammered in that. <laughs> that was the pumpkin. Oh, <laughs> at the very end, like the last two minutes. That's where we got the poundability rating one from. My yep. poundability rating. Okay, so aroma. I get um, some pine hops. Sap, uh, definitely American strain of hops. Yeah, a little bit of malt in the you know a little malty backbone. Smell yeah, like the forest. I picked that up. That there's that a little malty sweetness in there. Yeah, just barely. But it's I get there. a little bit of like woodiness to it. Not necessarily like barrel aging in your face oak, but yeah, you know maybe like uh, if you found a stick that was out in the woods for several weeks and it just rained and so it's starting to like kind of rot a little bit and you got like the i don't know the mossy smell yeah yeah i know what you mean there's a snake in my boot uh-oh <laughs> what the word dank is in their description oh no dank. <laughs> let me read this mosaic it says hog heaven or is it hop heaven this dangerously drinkable garnet beauty was designed to satisfy the most zealous of hop devotees Intense bitterness and the dankest of dry-hopped aromas are intertwined with a rich, caramel candy-like malt backbone. Oink. It says oink. <laughs> yes, all I have to say about that is okay, yes. Okay, Travis, now you're waiting to hit the button, wow. so hit the button. It's still a nice <laughs> and now tasty nod to brewing history. Totally called that. Dude, I tasted it and it's delicious. Mmm. I haven't tasted that, it yet. That's the tastiest hoppy beer I've ever had. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, that I've ever had. I haven't had that many. But yeah, get some pine flavors. That caramel that they're talking about in des- description. Mm-hmm. It's there a lot. That's well, that's really, really that's sweet. sweet. Yeah, <laughs> it's really sweet. He doesn't like the hoppiness. I, you know, honestly, Sir <laughs> is not a hop fan. Yeah, no, I, I'm not a hop fan. It tastes like sunscreen to me. Really. Yeah. You've eaten sunscreen? No, I've accidentally <laughs> gotten it in my mouth before when putting That's it on. How'd you do that? <laughs> I was There's little. sunscreen in my mouth. Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> no, I I guess because of that, the the bitterness from the hops and then the the caramelly taste. It, I can see where you get sunscreen. I, but, but see, the thing about it is, I don't get like any. Coppertone. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> like copper tone. I, I, I. Yeah, I'm being completely serious. SPF. Not no ad. Not no ad. SPF 100. <laughs> but see, I don't get the sweetness at all. No. No. Dude, I get that, a lot of sweetness. Yeah. I, I get zero. Now my allergies are all messed up, so that could be why. But oh. I don't know. I just don't get the sweetness. That's why I bought a hacker short to drink tonight. Does anybody get any heat? No, not really. No, no. Any warmth? Yeah, it's pretty well hidden. I get a little warmth. I, Just I, a little, not a whole whole lot, though. I think the hops kind of covered up for me. I, I can, yeah. if I really tried to look for just that, I'm sure I could pick up a little bit of the the heat. But it's I taste mostly hops. I feel like I'm eating a flower. 
It's a really good yeah. flower. It's just <laughs> like a, a honeysuckle almost. A little sweet, but very flowery. <laughs> Floral is what I get. Does anybody get any dank? I don't even know what dank mm. means, so I'm going to look that up right now. Maybe just a hint. Is I it mean, like paradise seats? <laughs> I'm going to look it up in the Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Well, you'll get something else. If you look it up. <laughs> Can you use paradise seats in this beer? I'm sure you could. Probably. Yeah. Sir Carr and I saw paradise seeds at Stubby's today, and I oh. pointed them out, and we thought of you. Oh, that's that's really sweet of you guys. <laughs> and then we laughed. I don't think I'd say dank. Yeah, yeah. I don't get any. I mean, you know how much I dislike dank yeah. hops, and I don't yeah. get that in this at all. If it's there, it's very, very little, very minute. So, according to the Urban Dictionary, dank oh, means no. dank is uh, an expression frequently, freak, frequently, frequently used by stoners and hippies for something of high quality. That burritos was dank, man. <laughs> that burritos was the dankness. Those are the examples. <laughs> So, how close are barley wines to IPAs? I no, not all barley line, wines are like this. Well, the American ones are going to be more hot forward, just like we talked about in the style guidelines. Well, yeah, but so it's, it's not quite as hoppy as IPA would typically be. More so, yeah, probably more so. I don't know because I had the Lagunitas I, uh, well, barley it's wine. It's different when you don't have the high alcohol and the uh, the the strong malt backbone. Then the bitterness and the hops come through more. But when you've got more malts, higher alcohol content, you're going to have to have more hops to break through that. Mm-hmm. So this said, what, 104, 105 IBU, whatever? Mm-hmm. You put that in like a, a pale pale ale or, you know, not pale ale, but like a pale beer to make it an IPA, that's going to be really bitter. But in this, not as much. They're similar enough so that, that they actually... I mean, put it in the style comparison in the guidelines that it's, and I talked about that earlier, that it differs from a double IPA in that the hops are not extreme. The mm-hmm. malt is more forward and the body is fuller, often richer. Mm-hmm. So there are some similarities enough that they decided to put that in there. Makes me wonder, makes me wonder what hops they used in this beer. Well, I, I was asking the question because if somebody handed this to me out in a bar, I would probably confuse it with an IPA. Sure. Versus it being a barley one. Right. Yeah, it is very oh, no. helpful I, for I, sure. I do understand that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Maybe more of a really strong pale ale to me. Not, I don't know if I'd say IPA. If someone gave it to me. As far as the hop flavor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is that what you're saying? It's for, not as hoppy as an IPA? Uh, no, more of the, because of the sweet characters in it. That From a, a pale ale, I get a little bit less hops. A little more, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a good beer. I like this. And uh, okay, so apparently something that's dank is potent. So I guess the potency of the the hop aroma. Well, or, a dank or, hop is a potent uh, hop. I don't know. Stinky. Four twenty yeah. friendly. <laughs> yes, it's stinky. So potent. It's well, strong. Stinky. No, no, it's got a certain smell and a certain taste. Uh, what is it? Mosaic. That's a really dank one. Yes. Do I have to look that up in Urban Dictionary? No, too? no, no, no. <laughs> so there's, um, oh god, what brewery is it that does Mosaic IPA? Community. Community. Mm-hmm. When you find Community Mosaic IPA, pick it up. That's dank. So I think dank would be like kind of sweaty. I, I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to explain. I just know I don't like it. 
Travis, how would you explain <clears throat> dank? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, you use the word sweaty, which has kind of a negative connotation, but I mean, don't don't think necessarily nasty body odor. But Well, it is to me. I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, it's like pine needles to the extreme. Very, very much uh, like intense pine or... Uh, like we talked about the other green plant that for me when i smell a dank beer it really makes my nostrils tingle and that's kind of how i know that it's real dank i just tried to imagine your nostrils tingling (laughs) but that looks really funny (laughs) they move (laughs) i think for me um the hops versus the heat and the alcohol content that you're talking about. Uh, I think it actually balances it out a lot more because as the more and more I drink it, um, as you all know, I'm not a big hop fan, but uh, it's very tolerable to me, actually. Hmm. It's not it's not real bad. Um, I think the malts I think it, are coming through more? Yeah, I think it's balanced a lot more. Um, it, it is still very hop hoppy to me, mm-hmm. but um, like I was saying, like... If somebody handed it to me, I would think it was an IPA, and I'm not a big fan of most IPAs. So, right. okay, yeah, mm, it's good. What's next? Because I'm ready for it. no wait, poundability. Oh yeah. Oh man, my poundability rating. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably give this one like a two and a half. I was Maybe thinking, a three. I was thinking four. I'm gonna say two. I'd go with a three. Because of the intensity of the hop flavor, mm. along with the, you know the little higher alcohol than uh, some other ones that we've done here before, and all of those compounded together really make it difficult to to slam one of these. Yeah, yeah. okay. And the bitterness level just really mm-hmm. <clears throat> makes it difficult. Okay, I think I'd probably be right there at about a three, three and a half as well, but slightly different reasons. The hoppiness of it would make it a bit tough, but I think the carbonation um, plays a big part in it for me mm. because, I don't know, mine felt pretty carbonated. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just swirling it, you know, I was able to get a decent amount of head, maybe yeah. not a whole, whole lot in comparison to most beers, but I was still able to get a decent amount of head, meaning that it was a bit more carbonated than most other beers. So it would definitely play a big part in being able to slam it. Okay. Cool. So what are we doing next? Well, we're going to move from Boulder, Colorado... And head west over to Escondido, California. E S C O. Yes. Escondido. Escondido. There you go. A resident Mexican. <laughs> it's got the long O sound. It sounded like you said Escondido. Escandido. Escondido. Escondido. <laughs> yes, which if you are familiar with craft beer, then you might recognize that that would be the location of Stone Brewing. Pretty major brewery in the craft beer world. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if we've done uh, one of their beers before, actually. I'll have to look that up on our master list here in a little bit. But if we haven't, then welcome. And if we have, welcome back. This is their <laughs> Old Guardian. It's their barley wine. The 2015 version, so it... Uh, should be fairly fresh. 11.2%. All right. So we're taking a step up. And there is a... Uh, one of the things that Stone always does, they have a, a huge paragraph of just like text. They'll they'll tell a story on the back of every one of their bottles. 
this one has a huge story too. I'm not going to spend the time to read it nah. because uh, our sponsors are, are wanting more content. What? Yeah. <laughs> we have not featured a stone beer yet, by the way. You I guys don't. are not being paid for this? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Sucks for y'all. That's awkward. <laughs> yeah. I anyway. Am, and I'm a guest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So um, if you are interested, they do have a blog at blog.stonebrewing.com which you can read the entire story. Apparently there's an epic tale of an adventure they had one night, which is how the story came to be. I see one fifty five AM on there somewhere, so it'll be a fun one. Yeah. Wow. One o'clock in the morning. Uh, I also Two o'clock do need to give you a warning that um, the California Prop 65 warning, it says, some materials used in the color decorations on this bottle contain cadmium. A chemical known to the state of California to cause birth defects. So don't lick the bottle. Sawyer. <laughs> don't see where this don't is rub going. it on your on your naughty parts. Oh, uh, I just started lifting up my shirt a second ago. <laughs> because it can cause reproductive harm. Uh, it's okay. I don't need to have babies. <laughs> anyway, onto the beer. Uh, it's got a really fresh smell. Uh, sorry, let's look it's at it first. Similar color. Yeah, it's similar. also still Amber. murky. You can't see through it. It's, I think it's a little bit darker and murkier. Yeah, uh, and I see floaters in this one. I didn't see what it in the last one. <laughs> Floater. Yeah. Floater. Yeah. Darker, murkier, floatier. Or it has a really fresh aroma to me. Uh, mm-hmm. Less yeah. amount of carbonation. So yeah. I got a question that I kind of like to re-ask. Uh, is this filtered? Probably not. And is that the reason why it's more murky? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Now, the last one was dry hopped, and I didn't see nearly as many Uh-oh. particles. Oh, my. I bet I bet a lot of these are going to be dry hopped. Yeah, probably oh so. Oh, my. Why? I apologize to jump back backwards <laughs> a little bit. Uh, could you explain the filtering process and how that actually has effect on the beer? You know, that's kind of a, a bit of a misnomer. Very rarely do breweries actually, quote-unquote, filter yeah. their beer. Um, I think the big ones do. Uh, Maybe, but as craft, craft as many craft beer breweries that I've been to, never wants to say, "Oh, here's our filter." I mean, yeah. they'll do it through natural techniques. Yeah, uh, usually they'll just and settling. Yeah, it'll just settle out or their flocculation during lagering. That's what home brewers call cold crashing. If they're not actually doing a lager, they'll cold crash it, so they'll get it really cold. The big particles will drop out, and then you rack off the top of the sediment, and that's kind of a clearing technique. But filtering will actually strip out a lot of characters in the beer. The yeast, um, some flavors, all of that stuff will get stripped out, and so you don't really see a whole lot of filtering happen. It just kind of settles out over time. Now, the beers that will have more sediment in them will be the ones that are bottle-conditioned, where there were yeast and some kind of secondary, either secondary fermentation or carbonation or something of that nature happened mm-hmm. in the bottle. Mm-hmm. And after that's done, the yeast will settle to the bottom and you'll have that sediment in the bottom. So that's, you either kind of have that or the natural uh, cleared conditioned version, not filtered per se. The dry hopping is also going to affect it quite a bit. Right. Um, yeah. All you know, bar the ones are ales, and so they're not. They don't undergo a continual lagering. 
phase where they have time for things to drop out. And especially when you're dry hopping, you're adding hops much later in the process than just like a standard beer on a standard brew day. So that means that there's also less time for those hop particles and particulates to drop out. Um, so a lot of times when you have a dry hopped beer, which a lot of these have to be since they're so big, it takes yeah. a long time for fermentation to finish. Mm-hmm. And by that, by the time that happens, you know a lot of the hops have gone. But you're looking for a major hop flavor and uh, and character out of this. So I, I think that's absolutely why many of these today are going to be murky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do the guidelines say about appearance? Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't think I covered that. Maybe cloudy with a chill haze at cooler temperatures, but generally clears to good to brilliant clarity as it warms. Hmm. Color may appear to have great depth. So, I mean, it says it can be cloudy, but it says it generally should clear as it warms. I don't think we gave the other one, the Avery, long enough to... Mm. Warm and clear. It's warm. I've actually never seen a beer start off one clarity and change in the glass. I have more so with homebrew. You get yeah. chill haze a lot more often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this tastes a lot mm-hmm. like the last one, honestly. I, I expected it. Oh, actually, this is a little less hoppier. Mm-hmm. It's got that, that little bit less bitterness, but it, it's still got a lot of hoppiness, uh, and that the maltiness is still there as well. I get a lot more malt in the aroma. I think so. Good question, though, Sikar. <laughs> Thank you. I get a yeah. lot more malts in the aroma. It's not nearly it's as sweet. Okay. The other one was sweeter. Mm. I disagree. Yeah, I do too. I get the same sweetness, but I, the hops are different. I get more sweetness with this one. Yeah, me too. I get more malt flavor and hop flavor. It's not as bitter. But I get the hot flavor more and more more of the malts. But it's not as like sugary sweet to me as the last one was. It's a little drier. I almost get like a hidden caramel flavor in it. Yeah. It's very yeah. covered. I do too. Yeah, that could be malts. I think um I, I also pick that up in the aroma as well. <clears throat> it's still a good beer. I, yeah. I, I like actually this. think I like this one better. Yeah, uh, yeah. in my opinion I I like it better than Avery because it's got that a little the it's got a lot less uh, bitterness from the hops. Um, otherwise, like I said, it, it tastes very similar to me. I taste the same sweetness from the malts, and um, I still pick up the hops. I definitely like it a lot more than the Avery as well. I mean, I definitely pick up the heat though. Yeah, it's really? a little, yes, it's a little warmer. that one is definitely yeah. more apparent. You can feel it on the throat after the finish, and it's uh, right in the chest. Yeah, certainly has a warming sensation for sure. I just. When when you're talking about the two barley wines, English and American, mm-hmm. I prefer English hands down. And so when it comes to these American ones, the less bitter they are, the more I'm going to like it, just by my tastes. Okay. Now, is that yeah. because of the, well, the hop style, of course, the floral versus more... Well, it's also the amount of hops. Dirty, would you say? The, the less one is dry hop, too. Yeah. Uh, wait, what? They, they probably used a different hop strain for this mm-hmm. because I don't get the the pininess oh, yeah. right. that I got from Avery. Yeah, earthy. So yeah, it, it probably is um, uh, probably different strains, ones that aren't as as potent. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe more of a citrus, less of a pine. Right. I, I think I kind of yeah. get that. I don't know exactly. I don't. I don't think it's it's in the territory of an English barley wine. 
No. But it's it's a little more subtle, a little more subdued than the Avery as far as the, the hop presence and character. I completely agree. Yeah. Which is why I like the Avery better because I am very much a hophead and I, okay. I love the citrus, the pine. Uh, I want it to punch through everything and that did. This one's a, a little more, I guess, more balanced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Overall. And so you don't get that that necessarily uh, hop fist coming out of the, the glass and hop punching fist. in the face. Okay. I haven't heard but that But it's got other things time. going for it, too. Yeah. Since, mm-hmm. was that the IPA episode? Hop fist. <laughs> we'll have a double IPA <laughs> episode. Eventually. Goes for the jugular every time. Hop fist. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, as far as... In Mother Russia, hops fist you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Double hot fish. Oh, uh, as far as poundability for me, I don't know if you guys want to go there yet. Yeah, but uh, I would give it honestly the same as the last one. I give it a four. Um, I said two and a half, ooh, three on the last one. Ooh, Sakar <laughs> just pounded it. All right, so no, that was a mistake. <laughs> so, what's your poundability rating now, Sakar? Um, about the same as the other one. Um, you definitely feel it after, on the aftertaste, you definitely feel the heat a lot more. You, um, as you're fighting through, as I'm fighting through <laughs> the hop taste. Um, Our eyes are getting a little watery over there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Should have got a it's a little bitter. It's, it's, it's a little bitter to me. It's, it's very floral, which is mm-hmm. not really in my taste buds. I don't really like the floral taste too much. So again, I'm gonna go with about the same um, rating, which is about whatever I said last time. Three, three, yeah, maybe three and a half. Um, it's not terribly hard to pound if you're just kind of chugging it and fighting through it. Um, but I mean, it's still low compared to most other beers for me. I might go slightly higher. The last one I said two and a half or three. This one I might say three or three and a half, just because. The bitterness isn't as strong to me. It is more balanced. I feel like the carbonation level is a lot lower in this one yeah. as well. Yeah, it is. And that definitely helps. So, okay. What are you, Sawyer? Sawyer? I would have to say three. Okay. This one's more malty, so it's easier to drink for me. Did I have yeast? You know, I might say that I'm the exact same number as for Avery because while the hop bitterness is a little bit lower, the alcohol warmth is higher. And so those two things are still playing a part of my poundability. That's something I didn't pick up, the alcohol room. <clears throat> I, I'll definitely wait till the end to drink the knob drink next time. <laughs> I, I really I don't pick up any warmth from any of them yet. So, but anyway. Cool. Poor guy. <laughs> he had a rough day. I feel better now. Came in, <laughs> just reached straight for it. Didn't even say hello. Nope. Just sat down. I punched the baby in the face on the way in. No, I didn't. No babies here. There are no babies here. Nope. <laughs> All right. Anything else on uh, stone? No, senor. Nope. And for the record, I feel fine after two of these. Right. I'm not dead. As he hides behind his sunglasses. and Yeah, he's been wearing the sunglasses. He's very careful to move his lips slowly. Yeah, I feel good. Like, I'm not. He also hasn't been talking much. He's been on his phone most of the time. Well, I was looking at beers. I think barley wine calms you down. That's weird. <laughs> I want to point out that I think it's ironic that the stone bar of the wine was not dank. 
I'll be here all night. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Let's move on to our next one. All right. All right. Well, the next one is from Strangeland. Uh, this is Bishop's Gate Barley Wine. Is this the third time we featured a Strangeland? Uh, I think the second. Because we did the uh, entire porter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the second one. Not half of it, the entire thing. Yeah, we, yeah we, we don't do things half. No. This is a 10.9% ABV. 53 IBUs. Oh, that's not going to be... This yeah. one's an English IB. Uh, oh, that explains it, because I don't pick up many... N- yeah. Nowhere near as many hops in it. It's a what? This one's English. Oh. Yeah, I pick up more maltiness, or more sweetness out of the aroma than anything else. Their porter was English, too. I wonder if that's kind of Strange Line's gig. Could be. If that's their bit, they're trying to... The English styles? Yeah. Hmm. Which is strange, because I guess... Strange Lands? <sighs> I guess it's a bottle condition because I got a lot of floaties and look at Eddie's. They've all settled. Look, there's a, a layer in the bottom. Whoa! Yeah. Wait, let me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is a small yeah. batch reserve, so it's got to be bottle condition because it's not. Of. Oh yeah, I got stuff at the bottom. Of that all last too. I did, but they stayed at the bottom. Dude. I almost thought it was like carbonation bubbles. No, but Eddie had some massive chunks yeah, in his beer. Wow. This brewery is in Austin, Texas. Austin. Okay. I can smell some alcohol. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's 10.9. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be there. Yeah, I can smell it. Color's sure. a little different different on this yeah. one. Yeah. It's like a, mm-hmm. like this is almost r- a dark maroon. Ruby. Ruby, Redder, yeah. yeah. If you get past the, the sediment. Right. It's yeah. actually fairly clear if you, mm-hmm. where there's not any junk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's just The super- beer itself is pretty clear, but it's. It's cloudy because there's so much sediment floating Mine, around. Mine's super cloudy, but yeah, I, I can see what you're talking about in some spots. But in the aroma, I get alcohol and, and some maltiness. Yeah. All I get is a maltiness. I swear to God, I'm never drinking Knob Creek before. No, no, no. Ever again. <laughs> I don't, I've still, I've yet to pick up any alcohol warmth. But this one is much different from the other ones because there's yeah. uh, no hop, well, really no detectable hot presence in the aroma whereas the other two Avery for sure you could get it and then the stone it was there but it wasn't uh, as present this one is you smell it yeah you get the alcohol yeah and definitely like a sweet malt caramel almost like a syrupy uh, nose the flavor's vastly different, too. The flavor's kind of a little syrupy, too. <clears throat> or the mouthfeel is a little syrupy, too. Why are you raising your hand? Yeah, really. <laughs> Just talk. Interrupt people. <laughs> That's what Sawyer does. We make fun of him for it. <laughs> At least well, especially when he has, got it from me, though. Especially when he has holes in his shirt. Poke him in his pit. <laughs> he has holes? <laughs> no, not in his shirt. Back on the Beer 101 episode, no, you no did talk about glassware and what you should be drinking. Episode um, 3. Yeah. Drinking your beverages out of um is there a particular cup style that you're supposed to drink a barley wine uh, out of? traditionally it's drank out of a paper, paper sack, sack. <laughs> uh i'd say actually i think it's a, a snifter yeah like what travis is drinking out of oh yeah that with, makes sense. with a or an afro on it maybe a tulip snifter tulip type if if they're trying to compete pick, against like wines then yeah i can see that <laughs> What is what class is that? Is that the Hebrew sour? Yeah, it's the funky jubilation. Yeah, 
<laughs> it's got an afro so, on it. Yeah, it's got an afro, but the yeah, guy um, has a has like a rabbi beard also. <laughs> so it's really funny. <laughs> and it has a it has a, a hair pick. It says Hebrew on it. Yeah. Too but anyway, funny. yeah, you drink this out of a snifter like that. Would something like what I'm drinking out of work? No. Oh. <laughs> I was asking because that could be why we're getting the difference of opinions and like color and, and stuff like that. Well, color, yeah, Settlement, maybe, but the way it's settling and all that, all those other factors that you're talking about. But I was just curious about that. Mm-hmm. Eddie, that looks horrible. <laughs> it does look Are you having to strain the beer through your teeth? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> oh, uh, that I'm, was gross. I'm going to pound it. Not, not, the, uh, not all of it. I'm going to pound oh. the crap out of it. Yeah, you, you dump that and rinse it. That's I would not drink that. Are you going to take a picture of your poop later? I'm going to send a picture will. of you guys of my poop whenever I poop later. Because <laughs> <laughs> you will have to poop after, if you drink that. You want it? No. Don't open. And after he's done, he'll say, "Gotty." That's good. I uh, like this one. I like the maltiness. Uh, one. I think out of all of them, this is my favorite one. It, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's got something weird, like on the back end. I disagree. I feel like this is totally different than the past two we just drank. Yeah, this one, this one's like English. Totally different. The other two are American, so this one doesn't have nearly the hot presence. Mm-hmm. It's got less carbonation as well, a lot less carbonation. I don't know. There's a weird aftertaste. I think I know what you mean. Now. Does anybody, anybody, Travis? Uh, this reminds me of the agave nectar in the Sidewinder. <laughs> when did I talk like that? that was, oh my gosh. That was, was the, the meat, meat episode. episode. Was that the meat episode? Yes. No wonder. Oh my God. <laughs> that is awful. You started yelling into your microphone. And I was like, stop oh. talking so loud. And you're like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay. Like we're, we're like an hour and a half, two hours into this now. And by that time when the meat episode, I was not okay. <laughs> I feel, feel, I feel fine right now. Like oh, I'm wow. not even buzzed. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm good. It was cause you're drinking water. Anyway. No, that's not my water. That's, oh, it's Travis's. That's Travis's. We were all buzzed for the meat episode. Jeez, stop picking on soy. Cause it's honey yeah. paste. Bees make. Yes, we got it, Travis. Thank you. <laughs> but did anybody else get the after the weird aftertaste? No, it's not weird to me. I, no, I'm see, picking up the hops. Weird. I can't put my finger on it, but uh, it's just weird. It's not too terribly weird to me either. I might be able to put my finger on it. No, you're rich. Tilt the glass. Oh, you're so smart, dude. Yep, I got my finger in it. <laughs> Gross. Hmm. I like this one better than the other two. It's very, very malty and caramely. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very compared to the American barley wines. This, this English one is, it's, it's good. It, I like the the contrast of it. Just, yeah. Does anybody get any oxidation? No, no. But I would like to point out that we Probably are right fresh. about Stra- or Travis, you're right about Strangeland. A lot of their beer, actually, all of their beers are European based. Oh. Hmm. Okay. I'm just scrolling through all their beers and the descript- even the descriptions they're talking about lots of different countries over there and nothing from here. So awesome! Well, yeah. In today's society, where we have a ton of different breweries to choose from, that's a way to set yourself off uh, from the other ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. set yeah. yourself apart. Yeah, hmm. for sure. Cool. I put my uh, poundability rating a little higher on this one. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's yeah. 
maybe like a four and a half to five. Yeah, I would give this a five as well. <clears throat> I'd go five and a half. Oh, nice. I'm going to go to four. I mean, it is 10.9%. Put some Knob Creek in there and see what it is. <laughs> I was kidding. No, I'm good. You know, you can... You got some of the alcohol in the nose, but it's not really in the flavor or in the aftertaste. There's a slight warming, but I like not, not anything like the Stone had. It, the Stone it, had a little bit more. It's a comfortable warming. Mm. A, a, a pleasant warmth, I guess you could say. <laughs> yes. A welcoming, tis warming. Yes, a welcoming, yes. warming. Yes, agave nectar. Oh, funny. This reminds me of the agave nectar in the Sidewinder. Oh, I tank there. Oh my. Oh my. That. Oh, that's rough. All right, we've got like. Three or four or five more barley wines. Yeah. To get to. yeah. <laughs> so, All right. Let's go. Plus so let's a homebrew. Pick a space. What's yep. our next one? So we got, we've got our uh, Epic Brewing Barley Wine Ale uh, from the Exponential Series. This is uh, release number 16, 10.2% alcohol per volume. And uh, well, I don't know what SLC number 1190 is, but that's what it is. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it's a... Uh, the brown bottle, the tan label. <laughs> you just stole Sawyer's Sorry. thunder. Gosh, brown, brown bottle, right? It might. What, c- what color is that label? It's verifying. Oh, man, it's really hard to tell. It's tan. It's, it's brown like, and off white. Hold it up to my arm. Tan and brown. <laughs> I would, hold I, it up to my arm. We didn't say it was black. Them. It was like off white. <laughs> it's and it's brown. cigar brown. It's brown. There you go. Brown. Yeah. yeah. It's cigar brown. Yeah, it's brown. <laughs> cool. Crack it open. <sighs> That's a strange sounding bottle. It's, it's in a bottle. <laughs> and it's a big bottle. It's a bomber. Actually, all these have been bombers, by the way. Yeah, we always. We, <laughs> I thought we decided on small bottles. No. So, all these have been uh, bombers. It's rare to find things that are small that are brown. Ooh. Uh, oh, wait, wait. I would have to oh, agree. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a lot clearer. I don't pick up. Yes, hops. the clarity in it is very. This is the first one nice. I've seen tonight that has actually been clear. This yeah. is super clear. Hmm. I can see samples face. Um, hey, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you say this was amber, Eddie? Uh, kind of a, a dark orangish, amberish color, dark, like a smoky amber. Smoke? What? It's like red, <laughs> as in darker. Yeah, it's it's not like a bright. It's not a bright amber. It's no. It's a, the head on this is kind of off-white. Aroma, actually, you know what? For being American barley wine, the aroma is not as malt or as hoppy as Mm-mm. the first two. No, and there's even a hop flower here on the the their label. I feel like I just got drunk just smelling it. Really? <laughs> yeah. What was the ABV on it, Eddie? You said pretty intense. Ten point one. Ten point two. Ten point two. Ten point two. Okay. Yeah, no, I, it's kind of sweet I don't, smelling to me. I really don't pick like up citrusy hops. almost. Yeah, it, it's got a lot of. I, I went ahead and tasted it. It's got a lot of malt in the taste to you. I don't. I don't get a lot of heat from the aroma. No, Mm-mm. I do. It's not, I get the sweetness. Mm-hmm. Well, this is pretty balanced compared to the other ones. This is really balanced. I like. Yeah. I, get, I get hops and I get malt. This is definitely on the low end of the American. Yeah, as far as hoppiness Thank goes. Thank you, Travis. You read my mind. Yeah. No, this is good. <clears throat> 
Okay, this this no, is a, this would be a good one to start people off with. That's strange because when I brewed Spring my time? barley wine, we had this one. We drank this on brew day, oh. and when I checked into Untapped, I gave it a two and a half. Hmm. I did not like this on your brew day. Yeah, I, I didn't thought it was either. Gross. I remember thinking that it was like dirty, but I like it now. Yes, but your taste buds change over time as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I brewed. What was that? Uh, that April was a year ago. April. Or, yeah. I guess less than a year. But still, but I wonder how different the release numbers are. Because this was, what, 16? Maybe it was because 16, what you were yeah. drinking at the time, because you were tuned to whatever you were drinking at that point in time. So for you to be drinking something, for you to think that something now is actually good versus when you had it the first time, it was bad. Yeah. I mean, well, and it also changes. It's a bad bottle. It could have been. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, it happens. This stuff also changes over time, too. So yeah. if it was... This is mine. batch number 16. And when I looked at Untapped, it went up to batch number 20. So this so could be an older one. Aged, yeah. So the hops would have definitely taken a dive over that long period of time. Oh, yeah. I rated this 1.5 when we had it. This time. is a different... This is completely different. Yeah, I wouldn't say this is a 1.5. No. Uh-uh. This is good. No, what was your not description of it when uh, you rated it a 1.5? I, I didn't put a rating on Untapped. I don't usually do descriptions mm-hmm. on Untapped. Actually, yeah. I may have rated it because this was back when I was doing rape beer. This, this is really balanced. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I still I, pick I'm up a little hot. I'm curious to know how old this bottle is because if the hops really did dive that much, and that that might have to do with the balancedness. <laughs> Does, doesn't it say on the website? Balancedness? That's not a word. Positivity. Balanceability. <laughs> the level of balance, whatever. It's Too definitely stronger in the malty side than what I would expect out of a American. I agree. <laughs> Thanks, Sawyer. All right, so here's my... <laughs> You're welcome. My rate beer rating for this, uh, which would have been in April of last year. Or I guess April of this year or earlier. Yeah. Bottle courtesy CW Sample. Pours a murky reddish-brown color with a tan head. Aroma is clay. Dusty notes, earthy tones, and alcohol. Flavor is dirty. Earth tones, hot alcohol, and some sweetness. Finish is hot. Bitter end. Sorry, but I don't like this. This 1.5. This was released in 2013. Uh, Interesting. November. Based off your description, that's pretty much what I tasted. Uh, 13. 13. No, so batch I, 16 yes. is 2013. Yep. Okay, so this is definitely an old bottle. Yeah, very late 2013. Do you think that could have an mm. effect on the hot forward tastes or smells? Big time. Yeah. You, you, you missed that part of the conversation, Sawyer? Welcome you went back to the podcast. <laughs> oh, I didn't catch that specific part. <laughs> you wouldn't happen to remember oh what God. the last one really? was, right? What? Uh, I, I don't think we, we didn't no. mark what the no. batch was. I didn't think Interesting. there'd be a difference. Oh, which one? <laughs> Of the this is the, of the epic brewing. Oh, so no, you're because, no, really no, behind. Strangeland does the same thing. We're not talking about Strangeland. Yeah, no, we're drinking uh, epic. <laughs> we've been on a totally they, different beer for like. <laughs> yes, I realize that. What I'm saying, in my head, I thought the conversation went back to Strangeland no. because you started talking about batch numbers, which Strangeland does. Yeah, no, right. No, and we're they talking post about, it to their website. Don't yeah, most beers do one. batch numbers? No, 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 no. No, they're wondering which one they had last hmm. time. Because this is okay. batch 16, oh, okay. and on See, Untapped, it now, goes up to batch 20. This, which is why I thought this, the, the conversation okay. shifted. Yeah, so. you missed that part of the conversation. I will take it off. Whoa! <laughs> <sighs> it's, 
anyway, so yes, if this bottle was made in 2013, what'd you say, November 2013? November 19th. Okay, so yeah, it's definitely old. In Salt Lake City. If you guys want to know what the malt and the boil Can you give me the zip code? Uh, 1111111. Okay, thank you. That's the same combination as my luggage. (laughs) (laughs) Someone changed the combination on my luggage. Anyway, I like this a lot better than I remember. Yeah, I mean, add a couple of years of cellar time. Yeah, and, uh, I picked up, but I, I he, traced it now that's, that it's heated up. Yeah, I picked up more hops in it. Yeah, try it again. Well, okay, so like I said before, though, I'm I'm more of a fan of the English. So the the less hops that are in here, the more they've dove over time, I'm okay with. Sparkling English. Yeah, this one's got a uh, CTZ Columbus Chinook and Cascade hops. So, so still American hops. Yeah. So it started off as an American version, but after two years, it turns into an English. Uh, it didn't say English on it. It says it on their website. Well, this one's supposed to be American. Check out our website. Oh, wait. No, wrong wrong beer. Sorry. Just yeah. kidding. Yeah, I think we're still talking about this. I'm so tempted to just we go back to We haven't even talked about Strange Lands. I know. My, my, my mind is just set on it. Maybe it's because it's sitting right here in front of me. I'm just going to yeah, put maybe. it down here. No, this is it's about Sidewinder. It doesn't say whether it's American no, or English. Wait, what? But I'm assuming it's English because of the hop on it. Uh, what? I mean, sorry. American. American. It's well, American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in, in Untapped, it also says it's American. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, were you guys saying it's English then? No, I'm saying it tastes more like an English because the hops have hops dive over time. Yeah, but I don't. Still, I still pick up the hops though. Well, yeah, you're going to pick up some, but it's not nearly as strong as what it would have been in 2013. But it's not as weak as if it was English, right? So it's still American. It's still still American, but I said it's closer to the English because the hops aren't as forward. Come okay. on, Eddie, keep up. No, I'm keeping up. It's, See, you, now they're attacking both of us. It's okay. We'll fight back. Yeah. We'll start a revolution. We'll meet you in the parking lot. Like Smell ladies' tea bag. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm good. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely more subdued, though. Yeah, like Chris is saying. Yeah. I mean, I know, I it's not as floral. It's um, balanced. It's balanced. I, I, it doesn't have too many hops and doesn't have too much malt. It's still really so, dry, though. It is dry. Okay, I, I, keep, I, keep, I get the point. Dry. I yeah, like it's just not very floral. Yeah, me, I like so it a lot, too. Yeah, this too. is probably my favorite one. Yeah. I would be uh, curious to know what it tasted like in 2013, though. I think Strange Land is more my favorite <clears throat> above this one. Okay. What about poundability rating? Uh, I'd give it a six. I'm going to say uh, three and no, a half. Sorry, five. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go as high as six. Uh, maybe going. three and a half. Four and a half. I'm going four and a half here. Wait, what did I give? I gave the last one a 5.5. This one has to be a six. Yeah. A six. Compared to the last one. Six. Or a six. I don't... I still don't pick up heat. Three so and a half. It's, it's throwing everything off to me. Anything else? No, no, I'm good. Uh, I like this beer. It's good. Yeah, um, it is good. I appreciate it. Let's do something completely different for our next one. Oh, no. Like what? How different, you ask? Yes. (laughs) So different. So different, in fact, that we are traveling all the way to the distant land of Fort Worth, Texas. (laughs) So distant. Isn't that like 15 miles down the road? Not even. It's not very far. But weren't we just in California? Let's see. We were in uh, Boulder, Colorado first, and then... Escondido, California. California, 
The second one, California, then, uh, Utah. The, the third one, Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah, yeah, Epics in Utah. Utah. Uh, Strange Land was Austin. Yeah, Austin. Oh, I skipped Strange Land. Fort Worth. A long time ago in a brewery far, far away. Strange Land, Funky Dude. Town. Strange Land was Bishop's Gate. See. West Mall versus East Mall. <laughs> Game wars. <laughs> Monks on monk crime. To the death. <laughs> to the death. <laughs> Who can be silent the longest? <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun episode. Yeah. I forgot I missed that. out on Bishop's Gate, yeah. <laughs> so, what brewery? So this is, in Fort Worth, Texas, the Martin House Brewery, mm. which, I mean, we're all homers for, and we like their beers. I Homer? do like their beer. Yes. Love their beer. Daybreak. Oh, yeah. I never realized I like how much book. I like their beer until I like their beer so much it's that so I realized good. it. Like, oh my The gosh. Odyssey? <laughs> yeah. Huh? <laughs> oh, y'all missed that. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Yeah, so, I uh, there's not much on the can. No, it, it's a like a regular can. It, Feel that can, though. Feel that can. Oh. It's a regular can. That, yeah, that one is not a regular can. That's one of those labeled can. Stop rubbing your face with a can. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the state of California, that has been proven to <laughs> oh my to God. cause birth defects and reproductive harm. Take both of those cans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that can back. Anyway, so this one's... I'm going to uh, go straight to their website. This one's labeled as American. <laughs> yep. It is a 12%. Wow. This is our no big way. boy for the night. Is he? Well, oh, for he's now. He's telling the truth. Yep. On their website, recommended activities while you drink this is chopping wood and making bonfires. <laughs> what? Yes. So, so in the cold weather. Yeah. Makes Chop sense. that wood. I want to go camping. Wintertime in Texas is best enjoyed around a big bonfire. Sugar and spice is perfect for warming up your lumberjack soul. Put on your flannel shirt, grab an axe, and chop some firewood. You're going to need this bonfire to burn long into the night whilst sipping your sugar and spice. If, if we go I know, camping. I almost, we did not check the explosive box. <laughs> I'm sorry. Up. So what was the alcohol rating on this again? 12. 12%. 12%. If we go so. One percent per ounce. <laughs> so, this is kind of murky. Just a little bit, <laughs> a little murky. Uh, um, you guys get orangish. Some... It's lighter than the last one. Oh, slightly wow. reddish. This reddish orange. This is amber. Yeah. <sighs> reddish orange. All right. So this is the highest one we've seen so far. Do you get legs? No. Swirl it around. And watch it fall. Well, I get if, a little bit. If I but. did, they'd be covered up by the bubbles. Well, I think I do because if you watch the, uh, if you swirl it and then watch the top, it falls down slower than what water would. Uh, maybe. I think the bubbles in the carbonation kind of cover them up. These are astronaut bubbles, mm. so they just kind of float. <laughs> There's a lot of spice in the aroma. There yes. is allspice. I got allspice right away. Yeah, me too. And I can I taste it. Here. Oh my god! I five. <laughs> This is delicious. Oh, my. Well, let's talk about what the... Uh, Does it have paradise seeds? What it actually no. has. <laughs> Sugar and oh. spices are winter warmer, and the, at 12%, it really does the trick. This enormous ale has a simple malt bill, but is brewed with liberal portions of nutmeg, cinnamon, clove, vanilla, and the secret ingredient, pinoncillo. Oh, uh, no Unrefined Hold on, we didn't Mexican check brown one. sugar. Mexican brown are you, sugar. Are you tricking us? Eddie. No. 
Is this your homebrew? No. Like last time? <laughs> it came in Eddie, a can. Eddie, he said Mexican brown yeah. sugar. So you ever had Piloncillo. So is that what? like Oh, Piloncillo, yeah. Pil- I know what that is. Oh, my God. How long? Uh, Wait, so is that like when... <laughs> Do you listen? <laughs> no. So is that like when a Hispanic and uh, African-American like mate and the offspring is a Mexican brown sugar? No. Brown sugar is just brown sugar. Straight up Mexican. So what is it? No. What makes it Mexican? It's Piloncillo is... Uh, what is it? I can't remember what it comes from, but it's usually when you go to the store, you buy piloncillo. It looks like a cone, like a little Indian tent uh-huh. cone. So that's what piloncillo is. Mm. So like yeah. an ice cream cone upside down. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like a brown sugar. Oh, wow. But it's like, it's hard. It's, yes. a, it's a like. That's what she said. Uh, oh. Brown sugar. They got some humidity in it and it gets uh, all hard. Okay. Now, see, stiff. I get. Gotcha. Mm. I get pretty much all of the spices that you named. I can taste them. I get the cinnamon. Yeah, me too. I get the, the brown sugar. No, I just get cinnamon. <laughs> I did not say it like that. I get all of that stuff. Yeah. And normally, like when we did our pumpkin beer episode, and people are talking about listing all these spices that are in there. They all kind of muddy it up. You don't really get to, you don't get all of mm. them. But when you think about what's in there and you taste this, you can get all of the different spices. Even if you don't think about what's in there and you taste it, you can still get all the different spices. Yeah, yeah but not, maybe so not different. knowing exactly wow. what it is. I still taste just all I mean, spice. I get nutmeg. Honestly, it, I if, get yeah. cinnamon. I get allspice. I get brown sugar. But there's no allspice in it, right? You didn't say that. It wasn't listed on their website. No. It sure does but, taste. But, but I do well, get... It's kind of... When you put all those things together, it kind of has that... Yeah, all of them together. Yeah, I can very easily see this beer taste. going with like a, a seasonal like pumpkin beer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, we could have featured this on our winter or seasonal Yeah, episode. I was just about to say that, Travis. A couple ago. Yeah. yeah, this is fantastic. I like this one a lot. Mm. Poundability really rating? Like six. <laughs> six and a half. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's really 12%. easy to drink. Oh, so yeah. then pound it right now. But, uh, Let's see. This one is the last challenge. One challenge. Sir Carr just challenged Before you. I do that, <laughs> I would like to point out that I don't taste any heat from the alcohol at all. Mm-mm. Nope. Like not, I don't even get it in the aroma. Yeah, it's all not even behind the warmth. Yeah, no, no warmth, yeah. mouthfeel, nothing. No, I mean, maybe just a hair bit of warmth, but other than that, that's it. It's all spices. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Actually, you know what? As it warms up, I get a little potpourri. What? Gray poupon. I get more vanilla. As Here's it some pounding music. It's history, yeah, and a half. Double H, it's history, yeah, and a half. It's great, it's history, yeah, and a half. Hooray, it's history, yeah, and a half. Today. And they finished. Wow. Dude. So, what's your poundability rating now? I'm going to say it's about the same. Still a six? Still say six. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Try it. N- no. <laughs> it's It's a little heavier. Yeah, but it's I could I could still pound this. I could drink this for a while. Mm. It reminds me. Of this is this has been my favorite of the night so far. <laughs> it reminds yeah, like me this. of uh, the pumpkin beer episode. Yeah. Oh, he's it's making a, a weird little, face. It's no because okay, as as it gets warmer, I got potpourri. Now I'm getting more of the decorative soap. Eddie, okay, I'm not following you. Grandma's soap. I'm gonna raise you know, my hand now. What is potpourri? The dried flowers that smell good, that are in like little. It's a white trays. person thing. Sorry. Yes, because I don't know what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Even after you your go description. To, if you go to a white person's grandma's house, they have little dishes with dried flowers in them that smell nice. 
That's Popery. In the bathroom, you have Actually, three seashells. By the name of Popery, that would be a French thing. It's the white people's thing. equivalent of incense. Sure. Uh, Except not. Wait, country white people? Well, no. It would be no. French, Popery. All white people. French white people. I had potpourri in my house growing up. Yeah, I did too. It, it sounds like a style of Mexican music. <laughs> but even at that, potpourri. like, I think I had, I think my mom did potpourri as well. And my grandmother, so. Yeah. I, it's fairly common. I mean, maybe not so now, but. As I drink this beer. Okay. Okay, Travis. Sorry. As I drink this one, actually what kind of pops into my mind is the beer that Travis brewed. I like it. Which one? Uh, well, yeah, I got to be very specific when I say that. Um, the uh, pumpkin beer, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, it the, as I drink this, it it really reminds me of that. Versus it reminding me of like a sidewinder that's totally different. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, potpourri is a style of Mexican music. <laughs> just so you know. What? It's a style of Mexican music. That's why I was so confused. P O T. No, P- this is different. This pot is pot This is P O P U R R I. Potpourri. Great <laughs> culture. This potpourri has silent letters in it. Well, this <laughs> the D is, is silent. <laughs> anyway, I, it went from potpourri to decorative soap. The warmer it gets. Okay. I didn't let it get warm. I just I, think I don't the, get soap at the all. Spice. Well, it's not like soap character. Like if you were to eat soap, that's not what I'm talking about. It's like the flavor. If you were to smell the seashell soap sitting out in the bathroom that you're not allowed to use. (laughs) Travis and I have had this conversation before. No, we all had this conversation before. I was so confused. I didn't know what decorative soap was. Well, I know what I mean. Like We both grew up with decorative soap in the bathroom (laughs) that you weren't allowed to use it. You look at it. Grandma's radar would go off if you touched it. Then the seashells start to like get misformed, and then they don't look like seashells; they're just like a little bar of soap, and it's then it's not decorative anymore. Yeah. But it, it's just that character, not a soapiness, because that's that's an off thing. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying the character is changing as it warms up. Okay, I'm not saying it's a bad. I still really like this beer, but well, it's just changing a lot. I would I preferred it cold. Well, guys, if you're gonna drink this, drink it cold because it's. Did it taste like decorative soap afterwards? <laughs> this is really good. No, I do this, like this one a lot. This is really good. I like it a lot. I'm giving it four stars. However, let's compare this, which is labeled as an American, to the other Americans. Do you get the hop character? No. 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 Absolutely not. Wait, is this an oh, it is American barley wine? Is this a spiced American barley wine? So, But still, no, no not as much hops. No, I just get cinnamon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but if you were to label this as an American, if you were to enter this into a, a brewing contest for the BJCP, which is what this whole thing is centered around, it would not do well as an American bar. No, this would have to no. be entered into a special category of some yeah. sort. Yeah, either specialty or the spice or vegetable. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you could enter a spice or vegetable and declare barley wine as the base style. Yeah. Yeah, oh. and and it would do just fine. Yeah, it would do pretty well there, I think. Okay. Yeah, this would. But as far as, you know, looking down the American barley wine guidelines, there's, you know, it does not say anything about spices, and and uh, it certainly lacks the hop-forward bitterness that the American barley wine mm-hmm. style calls for. Yeah. 
honestly, anytime you see a a, a Martin House mm-hmm. beer, whatever the name of it is or whatever the description is, that's what you're going to get. There's no way around it. Yeah. They they purposely <laughs> just punch you in the face with whatever salty uh, lady. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's there. Like you, there's no going around it. What it says on there is what you're going to get. So pretzel stout, potpourri pale. I ale. love the pretzel stout. Oh my gosh, I almost bought that earlier. Oh well, the pretzel stout. Yeah, I wish you had because I've been wanting to try that. I, I picked up the left-handed or left-hand uh, uh, milk stout. stout. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. On nitro. All right. It's one so, of Chris's favorite beers. Fun fact. Yeah. We got a few more to go through. I think we're doing like a lightning round because I know we're kind of pushing our time limit. Here. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, YOLO. So Han Yolo, <laughs> let's go for it. All right. So, so what's next? They do Bunch it. of youngsters in this <laughs> room. Man. He's ready. Okay. Well, the next one is the uh, Expo Series Big Bang from Noli Brew Big Bang House. Theory. Sure. Noli. Noli. How do you spell it? N O dash L I. Noli. Yes. Noli. Yes. Are you saying hello? Yes. Saying goodbye. Yes. This is. 10.5% ABV. Yeah. Okay. And the brewery is in Spokane, Washington. Guatanton. So. I smell hops. It's the first thing I smell. American hops. Murder. Mm. This- I smell wart. I don't know. Wart? Yeah. Mm. St. John's? <laughs> I don't get any hops in this one either. I don't really? get a lot of hops either. I get a lot of malty. To me, it smells like the first like boil face. I don't get any hops. I get malty, kind of citrusy a little bit, maybe yeah. a little sweet. I get the big Citrus maltiness hops. too. Citrus and sweet are different, aren't they? Yeah, not necessarily. Yeah. I would no, think it's the complete opposite. No. No? I'd totally disagree. Cause would you say citrusy? I think of fruit. I think of oranges. So would you yeah. think a grapefruit? Would you yeah. think a, a orange is not sweet? No. It's not no, sweet. Not, not the aroma of it. I'm not talking about like, aroma. I mean. We're talking about aroma, though. Yeah, but you <laughs> apply taste with aroma, right? No. So you're. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. yeah so right. your you aroma sometimes. is based off of taste. But I would still consider it. This is no. It's very clear. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a very it, clear it red. Is. I can see Pop's face through it. Red. Hey, uh, very clear red with uh, the, uh, white off white head. Uh, small bubbles. Yeah. Malty aroma. I get. I get some hops. sweetness. I don't get a whole lot of hops. Maybe a little bit. The first but, thing I get, but is not hops. not like the first one. But I I do get a little sweetness in the in the aroma as well. It's not it's not hoppy, like Hog Heaven, right? Yeah, it's not definitely but, not but like Hog Heaven. Maybe a little bit. Mm. Yeah, there's a Travis. there's a definite amount Whoa. of sweetness on the flavor and the aroma. Whoa. It's really sweet. It's not like hot punchy. I get almost kind of a chocolatey yeah thing in the flavor. It's definitely sweet. I know I wouldn't go with chocolate, but it's sweet. Mm. That is interesting. Uh, I'm gonna stick with my chocolate though. That, that's pretty chocolatey. I could I could kind of see that. Uh, I don't know. As I drink it and apply 
your chocolate to the description. I can kind of see eating one of those like chocolate orange things that you kind of break apart. Mm-hmm. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, maybe not that sweet, but the flavor no. kind of hmm. more more or less like a maybe hints of it versus yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's yeah, some citrus there too. Yeah, this one went the opposite direction of being hop forward and went with like a the sweet caramel and and uh, sugary notes. Well, like I said, the first thing I pick up is hops. I do pick up some some maltiness, uh, the sweetness from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go with orange peel or grapefruit peel uh, as far as the aroma, but the taste is. It's decent. I get more maltiness out of the taste than uh, hoppiness. Yes, I do too. So, this it's good. It's good. Hmm. Definitely sweeter, not as dry. This reminds me of a porter. Hmm? What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, anybody I, have anything else to say about I, this beer? No. I wouldn't agree with porter. Yeah, well. But, you know, it, it's... Well, like I said, I was just in, saying in terms of flavor... Not look, not aroma, just just. Flavor. It's not nearly as roasty or toasty or well, chocolatey. No, but it's getting towards that. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's malty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that that's kind of why I said that. Yeah, I can go with that, I guess. But yeah. I, I still wouldn't say porter. But whatever. I wouldn't call this American either. There's not enough hot presence. No. I definitely see why they say it changes in taste as it warms up. Yeah. Unless it's an old batch. Yeah. Yeah. It, it hasn't been changing much for me. It's still pretty the same. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yep, yep. Although my initial chocolate thing is kind of not so much. It's kind of going away. <laughs> it's actually getting more nutty. I would agree with that. I don't have any love. So it isn't changing so I, flavor. Flavor. I just get the nuts. Mm. <laughs> God, that's a new one. I haven't heard that one yet. <laughs> okay, so. Sawyer's nuts and Eddie's tea bag. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All day long. From. From my understanding, whenever you're dealing with different strings of hops, for example, um, the English is supposed to be more earthy, right? Earthy, right. grassy, yeah. dirty, yeah. And the American's supposed to be more floral, right? Floral, citrus, pine. Yeah. Trees. But in this one, we're Sap. getting kind of the earthy slash citrusy well, flavors. Hop character and malt character are two completely different things. I don't get very many hops in this at all. I, okay. I think what we're dealing with here is the malt character. Yeah. I still pick up hops. I pick up hops more than malt. Really? Uh, yeah. I, but, okay. You know, that's me. <laughs> Personally, it's all personal opinion. Can't tell no, you're no, wrong. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. So then, no, you wrong. can't tell him that he's wrong. <laughs> you're old and senile. So one of, the, one of my other <laughs> questions with a more naive mind is, is it possible to have a hop strain that is a little more earthy, it's a citrusy, but still American side mm. versus a more American versus English? A, gosh, well, com- see, the, the thing question. is that you can mix hops. So yeah, can. they can mix English with American yeah, hops. Hybrids. So then is it possible for this beer to actually be closer to a hybrid of English and American? In between, versus it being an English or American. I before guess before this conversation gets any more worse. in depth, I don't want to say worse. <laughs> Let me just remind you though that we're basing all of this based on BJCP. Right. Yeah. Right, right. These breweries don't care. They do about they BJCP. Want. Fair. They, they do what they want. They could care they do less. What they want. Okay. The that BJCP. Makes a lot of sense, the BJCP is more along the lines for 
judging competitions. That's what it was created for. So as a home brewer, when I go to a competition, whenever I enter a beer, I have to declare what style I'm entering. And, and they are going to judge it based on the guidelines. Right. Yeah. Commercial brewers, craft brewers, they don't care. Nope. They're going to so brew what's going to sell. Yep. So then it is very possible that maybe they just mix, mixed them. Well, I mean, they could say, oh, what do, what do we want to market this do. as? Oh, American barley wine. It's got hops in it. Okay, go go for it. That's the same mentality as just like when you're brewing, you just toss everything you possibly can think of into the fermenter and say, okay, well, let's see what this turns out as. I've never done that. You know. Me either, only because I haven't brewed. But I'm sure I would have done it by now if I had brewed. <laughs> Nor has Sakar aged ale. Koi. Yeah, Sakar <laughs> has never brewed either. Travis. Lol. Accidentally <laughs> aged ale. Oh, AAA? Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, old, hard, crusty DME and brown hops. Brown. Purple. It was, it was bad. Hmm. Yeah. But anyway, all right. Well, well we got more bre- more beard more. Yeah. Bre- 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 Hang on, before bre- bre- before we move on to the next right. one, uh, they may say no, Lee, but I say yes, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> What's really? next? Fifteen no's and one yes means yes. All right, for a final commercial example, we're also going to introduce a new brewery we have not done yet. Brewery. From brewery. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and I never know how to pronounce it. It's uh, from Utah. Uh, Unita, Unta, Unt, U N I, Unita, U I N T A, U N I T A. Yes, or U I N. Look at it. Oh, U I N T A. Unta, Winta, Unit, Winta, Winta. Oh, Winta. it's like a Native American pronunciation. Well, I guess it's not not <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> yep. But this is one that, I mean, it's been around for a while. We uh, got it in North Texas maybe four or five years ago. And uh, this is their barley wine, their anniversary barley wine, actually. And uh, it's based out of Salt Lake City, Utah. Let's see. ABV on this one is 10.4. Now, we're going to go through this pretty quickly, but we can already tell that this one is a very, a very much an American very, part of wine. Yeah. Pretty the hoppy. hops are no prevalent in the aroma, in the flavor, uh, similar to how the Avery was. Yeah, color is about the same. Murky, dark orangish, um, amber color. Aroma is mm. slightly sweet with lots of hop presence. I, yeah, it's definitely flavors a lot. all hops. Yeah, a lot of hops. It's definitely yeah. floral. So yeah, if you hops. if you want an American barley wine, lots of hops, this would be a good bet. Or this kind of reminds me of the Avery, the Hog Heaven, same kind of thing. Lots of hops. On the label, it says Earth, Wind, and Beer, not Fire. There you go. Nope, Earth, Wind, and oh. Beer. Earth, the fire wind and comes hops. on the uh, on the on the swallow. The finish. What? What? <laughs> We did not check the explicit box. <laughs> All right. So, anything yeah. else on this one? It's great. We have uh, two homebrew examples we want to get to. One so, is an American, and one is a English. Let's start with the American. America. So, our first homebrew example is going to be Travis's. His is the American barley wine. There's a lot of foam here. If you remember back when we t- had our uh, brew tips... <laughs> Brutettes? 
Travis told us a story about some explosive bottles that made his hand bleed. Yeah. That would be this beer. <laughs> oh, should I drink so, it? There's a lot of foam. Uh, these were overcarbonated. <laughs> Just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, my ring finger on my right hand is is disfigured permanently <laughs> because of this beer. The it things, looks all crooked, dude. The things we do for beer. <laughs> yeah, see, see what I'm talking about? That had nothing to do with the beer. <laughs> it's messed up. Okay, so uh, very murky, obviously bottle conditioned, lots of foam. Yes, oh my God, the, you can't even see through it, dude. That's murky. It's I like, smell a lot of hop. Death storm in there. I smell a lot of hop. I'm not going to lie. I, I hopped the crap out of this, I will t- I, and I dry hopped it. So, yes, yeah, it, it got, is very I've much. Some, I've got a couple of hop. But it's also a year old, Particles. so keep that in mind. Yeah, I, I smell half as much hops as I did in the Avery. I'm not going to lie. We we poured this, like, what, a couple minutes ago, and I've still got a ton of head. I just get a lot of head. Yeah. That's all it is. So I do get a lot of hop in the aroma. I'm assuming you used American hops. I used a Dixie cup full of uh, Chinook hops that we took from Martin House. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> he said Dixie. <laughs> I, I took the yeah, really? whatever we. I do get a lot of citrus, pine kind of things. That I get you'd more, get out of a sea hop. I get more out of more pine than citrus. Yeah. Apparently, I've had this before. It's a year old, so I'm sure all of us have. Yeah. Carbonation have, level. This will be my first I'd, time. Maybe one bottle left. Okay. No, I drank this in your garage. I remember now. Carbonation level's a little high. <laughs> yes. It is a little high. It's my mistake. Um, I accept it. Is it actually a mistake, though? Yes. Th- why? Um, because it's not a characteristic of the style. I bottled it before I should have. It was uh, at a higher, um, a higher, a higher gravity when I put it in the bottles than it should have been. So then, whenever I added the little extra sugar um, for at bottling, then the yeast just kind of went crazy. Added more carbonation in the bottle than should have been. That's uh, why I mean, all of my big bottles exploded because yeah. just, the pressure was too much. And so even the small ones, even though they didn't explode, and I don't think they will because it's smaller sample size, but it's still inside it. You got the, the bubbles and the. You have this listed at like seven point something. Last time I took a reading, I guess that's what it was. Well, I don't know. What were the ranges for barley wine though? Eight was the bottom. 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 This was not a good barley wine for me. I'm be honest. What, you know what, it was though? my first try, and it was not good. I would. Not- I have scars to prove it on both hands. <laughs> Look, well, I mean, was it, it just it didn't attenuate all the way, and that's why maybe there were too many residual sugars left over whenever you bottled it. I, I, I don't know. There were problems in fermentation. There were problems okay. in the Look, brewing process wait. because it, it did not ha- reach the uh, the original gravity it wanted. And that's why it ended up like 7%. So we're saying that this is not a barley wine. It is, but it isn't. <laughs> why? Okay, well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. That's Jerry Jones speaking. It is, but it isn't. Why isn't we it? Are, we, we are. Is it just because of the alcohol or it is it was, because of the flavor? Yes, all of it. Yes. What? What's I wrong with the no, flavor? No, I yes, it, but no. I like the flavor. It doesn't no, taste no, bad. Yes. Be, no, are, I, I think it tastes amazing. I get lots of fruit in this. It <laughs> and makes, stop. It it's a good it, flavor, it, but the carbonation is way too high. The alcohol level is way too low. It makes it extremely drinkable. You know what I mean? I, I, I love the taste of this. It, the flavor is fantastic. It makes it very drinkable that it's so light. 
But for it to be a barley wine, if we can find some way to turn up that alcohol percentage, I think this would be a great barley wine. I agree. You turn, want me to put <laughs> turn it up? Chris just handed me the Knob Creek bottle. <laughs> and here it goes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what I was asking about the carbonation is that I think as I listen to y'all talk about the carbonation and stuff like that, I assume that it's done via like actual injection of carbonation. So in the kegging process and not the process of it being carbonated from the kegging process. If you keg it along with the, what am I looking for? Okay. So this one was bottle condition. There was no kegging, no CO2. Right. So it's the yeast eating the residual sugars, creating the carbonation. So where, what I was asking about the carbonation process is because whenever I, listen to y'all from a more naive mind talk about carbonating i assume that it's through a kegging process with the injection of co2 mm-hmm. now from what you're explaining is you actually did this through the bottling process yes and so that means that there was no kegging process but there was was there still an injection of co2 or was it no. done via simply just through the process that you use through the bottling condition priming sugar no? it's just it's just in the bottle there's always unless you filter there's always going to be yeast left in suspension when you bottle you add more sugar priming sugar and so the yeast will eat that sugar and create CO2. That's a byproduct of yeast. You can either force carbonate with CO2 or carbonate with priming sugar and yeast. When you bottle condition something, the carbonation is from the yeast. There is no forced carbonation. There was a lot more residual sugar left over in Travis's wort or in his beer whenever he put it in the bottle. And so when the yeast began to eat that sugar, there was more sugar than what was needed for a base level carbonation. And so it got over carbonated. And when that pressure built up in the bottles, that's what caused it to explode. That's what caused the extra foam. It was over carbonated. Mm -hmm. There was too much residual sugar left over in the beer. This is awesome. Yeah, there's an easy way to... Fix that. There's uh, formulas you can use to match what the uh, I mean, what the final gravity is, and then what uh, I guess what level of, of carbonation you want. Because there's you know you can either do it through like you said forced uh, forced injection of CO2 through uh, a gas tank or through natural carbonation, and then they they have units of how much carbonation you want. Based on what style you want. I mean, if we're talking about like a Saison, yeah, you want it bubbly and foamy. But if you're talking about a uh, like a British Mild, then no, you don't. It's it's totally different. And I didn't know about those even a year ago. I really did not care about carbonation levels or or anything that went along with that. But I do now because it it hurts me to not do that. So. Uh, I will. Uh, so anything it's else not, in this beer? The flavor is is great. I I like the flavor of the beer. Overcurrent. We, we've had the conversation. Yes. Overcarbonated, but the flavor is good. I like it. Yeah, I love the flavor. I like Absolutely. it. It's good. It's, it's, it's good. By you should way, definitely do this one again. Don't try this with Knob Creek. It's rough. No. Oh my god. You should definitely try this one again, Travis, and and you know dial in your 
yeah. bottling, yeah. whatever it is you're doing. With All right, it, so. onward. Chris is on the table, opening it up. All right, oh and as. All right, so my barley wine is an English barley wine, so I didn't use nearly as much hops. Mm. Um, <laughs> the ABV on this, though. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. So my OG was 1107. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. It, it didn't peter out, right? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> With an FG of 1010. Oh, my. When you say Holy OG, crap. are you... Are you original, talking about original Kingsta? No. Original Gravity. Oh. Oh. So from 1107 to 1010 is 12.7%. So that's what this is. So what is yours? Oh. So this is our biggest beer of the night. Yeah. Yes. What's your ABV? Like, I'm going to pat it right away. I'm not even going to wait for it. Ready to I go. just told you. You gave me a range. Okay. No, I said I'm 12. I'm going to pat it ready to go. I said 12.7%. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Holy crap. Eddie skipped all levels. What did you... Eddie, what... Oh, my God. I didn't smell hops. I smelled it before. This is a sipping beer. Anymore. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... I used... Just so you know, this is an award-winning barley wine. Oh! I think he's dissing you. 12 pounds. This is a a three-gallon batch, by the way. A three... 12 pounds for a three-gallon batch? Three, yeah, wouldn't it like... Three-gallon batch. 25. 12 pounds of pale ale malt. Wow. Three pounds of Munich tin lava bond and half a pound of crystal 60. Okay. Okay. Hops, one ounce of Galena at 60, half an ounce of Centennial at 60, and half an ounce of Mount Hood at 15. Mount Hood? Did you get shot when you went to go get no. Mount Hood? I would have no. pounded the crap out of it. I now, would. what I think the secret to this beer was was my yeast. I actually pitched three different types of yeast. My first pitch was Y yeast London Ale, um, <clears throat> and then a couple of days later, I pitched uh, White Labs Dry English Ale yeast, and then uh, in secondary, I pitched the uh, White Labs Super High Gravity Ale yeast to finish it out. So three different yeasts, a uh, lot going on. Okay. So there's the recipe. This is almost getting to uh, Dr. Death territory. Yeah, it really is. It's like when you smell, I mean, it's it doesn't very smell clear. Yeah, as, it is clear. Uh, amber, copper-ish color. Eddie, you could weigh in if you didn't pound yours already. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to look at Sawyer's. Yeah, he, oh, it's very that's clear. Definitely he amber. killed it before he even finishes the description. Yep. Um, Not a lot of hops. I, 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 I've been drinking a lot of this, so I could tell you guys what I get, but I, I'm curious to know, so I'm I not going to say anything. I get grapefruit. Now, off off of the smell. Grapefruit. Okay. Off of the Aroma. smell. Um, this is an American, correct? Well, mm-hmm. I originally brewed it as an American because I used some Centennial, you know, some American hops, but after tasting it, I reclassified it as English. English? I would agree I with that. Sure. Okay, because it doesn't smell <laughs> very floral to me at all. Yeah. So just based off of smell, I wouldn't assume. So, yeah, it, it definitely If, if I compare this to the um, Avery, for example, I would not consider it American. So, Sarkar, what do you get in the aroma? In the aroma, I get more of... Uh, Swirl it up a little bit. Wow, that's really hot. No, it's not. 
I didn't think it was. Compared to what we had. Oh, man. Um, it, it's almost a little sweet slash caramely. Um, mm-hmm. I get okay. a, a little more caramel in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I could definitely get a little hops, but not a whole, whole lot, honestly, to me. That's not what I smell, at least. Yeah. Um, I can I can smell the alcohol a little bit, honestly, right. uh, which is kind of oxymoron, or contradictory in itself. But, um, I mean, that that's what I get okay. from the smell itself. No, I'm just curious. Because yeah. like I... What does it? I still get grapefruit in the smell too. Like it's, I, I, I like it's screaming it at me. I, I can't really. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because I'm still learning how to vocalize what I'm, oh, I'm no. actually smelling and stuff like that. I don't really get like a, a fruity smell. I just kind of get more of a citrusy smell. A right. Bit. Right. And I wouldn't necessarily put my finger on grapefruit. I or uh, yeah. orange or anything like that. But I don't know. It's like you know when we had desire in the meat episode. I immediately. Well, we already already yeah. knew it was like berries and stuff like that. Yeah. That's exactly what I get with this one for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I can really definitely... Berries? Be- berries, no. cherries... What he's saying is, grapes. like, in, in this particular well, beer, like, like he dark, can get dark some fruit. type of okay, citrus. So if, you, if you remember back to the very beginning, whenever we were talking about the style guidelines, and I said that in certain examples, oxidation is something that you want. Right. In that oxidation, you get some dark fruit and sherry-like Oh, flavors. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I didn't so, think about it. See, when I go to taste a beer, I don't really ever think about oxidation. So it's it's a new thing. That's for me. something that you want in a bar in an English barley wine. Sure. American, obviously, a little bit different, but right. English barley wine, you want some oxidation, which They're is supposed why, to be aged. Yes. Yeah. So you, I mean, you're talking about yeah, two, three years into it, you're gonna taste it. What do you get? Well, you're gonna get some off flavors, but that's. That's to be expected. I mean, and so that's why they so which is why the style. I when I originally brewed this using the hops that I used, I was like, oh, American barley wine. Yeah. But after I tasted it, I was like, ah, that's not American. Yeah. And so, what I entered it as in the competition was English barley wine, and it got second place. Right, because wow. you go by what it actually is rather than what right. you intended it to yeah, be. This will right. exactly. do well at Blue Bonnet. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're Which, talking like in, in two, three months at Blue Bonnet. I brewed this in April, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, it tastes so great. So it's, it's not quite a year old, and I, I put aside um, bottles for this year's mm-hmm. Blue Bonnet and next year's Blue Bonnet. Right. So we'll see how it does. Cool, I did, man. too. So we'll be competing well, head-to-head. Well, uh, so I guess episode like seventy five. Well, your, you yours will be American, in. mine will be English. Wait, not seventy five. Episode like, wait, because episode fifty fifty two is our year. Okay, stop doing math. <laughs> math. When we get to episode thirty seven, listen to that one, and we're gonna scoreboard. Because if I win the uh, if if I win the the uh, blue bonnet barley wine, yours is American. Then and I'm gonna drink all our beers. Wine? Out of our... Well, is it one barley wine in category? Is it American and English? Yeah, I think they pare it down a little bit. Oh, okay. So it's like barley well, wine. Well, either way, they were both fantastic. I'm going to kick butt. They were good. They, they, they each have their, their downs. check the explicit box. No. Oh, I didn't say anything wrong. I was about to. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to kick you. Anyway, so, so tell me flavors. What do you, What is it that you taste? It, it's grapefruit I, all day long. I, okay. I, well, yeah. It's, I like yeah. this, Chris. I mean, this is yeah. probably I mean one of the... Better barley wines we've had tonight. It's it's well balanced, but it's it's it, yeah, it's a different style though. I mean, we had English and 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 American. I think it's been sitting long enough to be mellow. 
compared to what it was when we first yeah, had it. I still think it's kind of hot, but it's I, not too bad. Oh man. It could get better, okay. For almost 13% alcohol. I really hate that I had the knob curry because it's really throwing off my, my alcohol heat. Well, here, that sip. was like three hours ago. Have a sip. I know, but I still feel it. The sun I, went down. The Cowboys I, are playing. I do not feel any kind of heat. Cowboys are losing. Well, mm-hmm. so well I, but okay, I'm so, I'm so, so flavors. Okay. <laughs> Come on, I'm, focus, please. <laughs> I, I get more I get malts little, than anything. I don't, yeah. I don't get hops as much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I would but, agree with that. I, I get a lot of malts as well. I can kind of see where, where Sawyer's coming with the grapefruit as well. Mm-hmm. I almost, mm-hmm. I don't know. I Me personally, I kind of get a hint of vanilla, which is maybe just a kind of off flavor. You know, Mr. Carr, well. yeah. I completely uh-huh. agree with yes. you. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. And I, I like it a lot, actually. Um, on the very, very, <laughs> very back end is whenever the heat hits. Mm-hmm. And you can definitely tell that it is a higher alcohol content. Yeah. Um, and I enjoy it. I mean, I really like it. I mean, See, and, I, and I couldn't drink it all day. No. no. But, <laughs> in my um, case, I, whenever I feel a heat is when I feel a vanilla. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I, I I don't feel the vanilla as much. But whenever I, I, I feel the heat is definitely yeah. when the, the vanilla is pronounced and, and uh, very present as far as the, the yeah. taste. Hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, if I was like outside, if I was in Canada again or in the north... You know, and it was really, really cold, and I came in. I wouldn't hesitate to grab a bottle of this, or to you know, put it under the tap. Yeah. I would not hesitate. Um, well, yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 It's cool. good to hear that cool. by you guys. Yeah. Is, uh, home cool. brews. Cool. cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good so, job yeah. to uh, Travis and Chris and their barley wines. Yeah. Fantastic oh, stuff. I hope I can be like you guys when I grow up. <laughs> It will be better next time. Oh, I bet it will. So really, I mean, tune in this time next year when when we do barley wine and yeah, imperial stouts again. We we fix our barley wines and we make them better. Fix what? I, what? When I fix my <laughs> barley wine, man, Chris is perfect already. Obviously, <laughs> no, not perfect. All right. Well, then when we fix our barley wines, <laughs> thank you. Specs. I said it right the first time. Yeah, second place, not first. Thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Brew Styles, where our topic of discussion was the American barley wine, or barley wines in general. Join us next week for Travis's birthday. That's right. He's another year older, but at least he's not looking stout. Imperial Stout is next week. Cheers until then. Word. <laughs>